Good morning, good afternoon, and good evening, folks. Hey, welcome to another episode of the Marketing Your Practice podcast, the podcast where I get to simplify the marketing and the mindset so you, the chiropractor, can increase your income, your impact, and your enjoyment in practice too. Hey, in today's episode, I want to talk about one of the biggest challenges that chiropractors have in their marketing and in the growth of their practice. Now, before I get into that too, this challenge for most of you, most of you aren't even aware that this is the reason why your marketing isn't working. This is the reason that your practice isn't growing. When we're looking to grow our practice, when we're looking to market, reach more people, build more relationships, the barrier that we feel that holds most of us back is a lack of information. And so we want to know what works. We're frustrated by the ever-changing algorithms. We're frustrated perhaps by being held back by registration boards. Um, We're uh, held back by time. Really, what comes as a major barrier, though, for most of us is a lack of information. Now, a lack of information no longer is a barrier for most of us. With the growth of the internet, which has been around for a long time now, um, the answer to pretty much any question that you want is no further away than a Google search, um, a YouTube search, or jump on a podcast. The challenge nowadays and the key skill set that chiropractors moving forwards are going to need to develop is the skill set of execution and stopping looking for more information and starting to execute on the stuff that you learned last week. Now, sometimes this is a little of that bright, shiny object that we're wanting to see uh, something new because there's a kick of dopamine whenever we move into uh, something new. Today's episode, I want to talk about the five barriers that get in the way to execution. So there are numerous reasons why we don't execute. And and one of them, yes, can be a lack of information. But for the chiropractors that I'm speaking to, and certainly if you're listening to this podcast right now, this is episode 303. Everything that you need in terms of information to market your practice is inside of here. Um, And so it's not a lack of... So the the first, I guess, really has to be a realization. Okay, it's execution as a skill set that I need to work on not the gathering of of more information. So I'm going to break today's episode down into five different barriers that get in the way of execution. I'm going to uh, suggest or give you some questions that might help you uh, identify whether this is a significant barrier for you. And often, having done this with a lot of community influencer members, it's not unreasonable that there might be multiple of these barriers. In fact, having done this with a number of people already, most chiropractors have several of these. And so that's okay. We'll talk about where you start as well. The first one I want to chat about is a lack of clarity. So I'm going to ask you some questions as you're driving along, uh, walking along. You can think to yourself, um, these will be yes or no answers to these questions. And if you're unsure, the answer is no. Okay. So if you can't answer a really strong yes, then the answer is no. So how do you know if lack of clarity is what's preventing you from executing in your practice, not just on your marketing, but maybe there's, we've all been to a lot of seminars. We've got the information there, whether it's a technique, a new report of findings, um, whatever it is, what is it that's stopping us from actually implementing that as well? So if it's a lack of clarity that's getting in the way, perhaps here's some questions. Now, again, these will be much uh, focused in in around marketing, but do you have a clearly defined marketing goals and objectives? That's the first thing. Are you a yes or a no with regards to that? The second question is, do you have a clear marketing strategy that outlines the tactics that you need to achieve those goals? Third question, do you understand how each marketing tactic will help you achieve your goal? And the fourth and final question is, do you communicate your marketing strategy and your goals clearly with any team members or contractors 
who will be helping you to execute your plan. Now, a lack of clarity is something that gets in the way. I had a great call, one of our community influencer calls recently where I had a new member on there who the biggest barrier for him getting started was a lack of clarity. We needed to understand the strategy. First of all, what are we trying to do? The strategy, what we're trying to do really here is have more people know us, like us, and trust us. We're building relationships, particularly that's what marketing is now. Remember, the more people that know you, like you, and trust you, the busier and more effortless your practice will be. Then there's a bunch of tactics that we're going to use. The tactics we're talking about in this case here were social media, a very specific focus on different sorts of content that we're creating between connection and transformation content and how to break that down. And so what we did is we went through and I helped to provide some clarity for this person. Here's what you do Monday, Wednesday, Friday. And the moment that he had the clarity, he was off and executing. Okay. So if this sounds like you, here's some steps in terms of that will help you move forwards. Okay. It begins with defining what your marketing goals and objectives are really clearly. So, you know, this can be in part how we're positioning ourselves. Are we going out there with um, Facebook ads where we're running discount ads? Again, these discount ads get a um, a rough beat around the profession as well. There are many practices that have built thriving practices on that. You just need to know how to manage the back end of them. You need to understand that if you have 10 people raise their hand to say that they're going to come in for your $47 offer, that not all 10 of them will. You need to understand that there will be some tire kickers along the way. But running a discount business is what has taken Amazon and Jeff Bezos to one of the most wealthy people in the world. It's a very substantial business offer, but you need to have the systems in place for that as well. So what do you want to achieve through your marketing efforts? Okay, this is what you would need to do to sort out um, a lack of clarity. You need to develop a clear marketing strategy that outlines the tactics that you use to achieve your goals. So will your tactics or will your tactics be social media? Will they be joint ventures? Uh, will they be internal referrals? Will they be videos? Will it be a podcast? You need to first of all just decide what it is because you're not going to know whether something works for you or doesn't work for you until you decide what it is that you're going to do and then take some steps towards it. And then of course what you'd want to do is break your strategy down into small actionable steps so you can execute them one at a time. Okay, This will be there's a bit of a hint here about another overwhelm, uh, another barrier that comes up as well. And then finally, what you want to start doing is communicating this strategy and your goals clearly to any team members or contractors. Okay, so along with this podcast, um, I'll have some notes in here that go into a little bit more details um, about this. In fact, I'll pop an execution roadmap in this episode. Okay, so as you're listening to this, so if that first one um, sounds like you, then clearing up, getting some clarity in around. Elon Musk has been able to achieve incredible things in his life. He has set this really clear goal of wanting to make humans a multi-planetary species. He knew that he needed to put together reusable rockets. And he is well on the path to making that happen because he's been really clear in what he wants to have happen. Most of us as chiropractors are not clear in the outcomes that we want to achieve. Okay, So that's one of the barriers that gets in the way of execution. The next barrier that gets in the way of execution is just flat out overwhelm. This is very common nowadays, and I totally understand it. So um, here's four questions that might help you identify whether overwhelm is what's holding you back from execution as well. Do you feel overwhelmed by the number of marketing tasks that need to be accomplished? So maybe you've gone through that first thing. You've got really clear around what you want to do, but now you're feeling overwhelmed. Okay, so that's not an unreasonable feeling there too. Do you prioritize, prioritize, that was hard to get that. Do you prioritize your marketing tasks based on their importance and urgency? 
So if there's a whole bunch of things in front of you, how do you choose what to do? Um, are you prioritizing things with regards to importance and urgency? Okay, question three, are you breaking down tasks into smaller, more manageable pieces? So it might feel like you've got a lot to do, and sometimes there is a lot to do. But one of the ways that we get through that is that we break it down into smaller bite-sized pieces. Are you doing that? If you're not doing that, then it would be quite possible that overwhelm is the barrier that you have that's preventing you from executing. And then finally, do you focus on one task at a time and avoid multitasking? Much the same as breaking things down there too. These are the key signs that somebody is having um, a real problem with overwhelm. Tim Ferriss in his book, The 4-Hour Workweek, this was built off the back of overwhelm. Tim was burnt out, exhausted, not loving life, mental health issues, working a bazillion hours. He was completely overwhelmed. And it wasn't until he dealt with his overwhelm that he was able to, the end result of dealing with that overwhelm was the 4-Hour Workweek. Okay, very, very powerful. So how do we go about dealing with overwhelm? So if you answered no to all of those questions before, you're not doing any of those things, then overwhelm is a barrier that you need to deal with. And the way we go about doing that really is we need to begin by prioritizing your marketing tasks based on importance and urgency. Okay, this could start with writing them all out on a piece of paper. What are all the things that need to be done? And then from there, starting to prioritize those based on urgency and importance. Now, with these, there are a couple of different ways to think about prioritizing tasks. And one of them is urgency and importance there too. The other is, and often this is one that's shared with debt recovery, is to start on the smallest and easiest. What is the easiest thing that you could possibly do to begin your marketing? And sometimes with social media, in the very beginning phases, I'll get somebody just to put up some quote posts. Like just go over to Canva, find some quotes that you really like, and then on a Monday from now on, schedule out that you're every Monday you're going to put a quote post out, and then you're going to share some thoughts in it. Now make those quote posts health-related, and then relate that to what you do as a practice. You can begin with that. Okay, now that's not necessarily an overwhelming task for many people and that's not the end result that we want to get to, but it's a simple one uh, for us to kind of uh, bite off as, as well. We need to break down your tasks into smaller, more manageable pieces. What is the very next thing that you need to do? I know for me that when I feel overwhelmed, I need to bring it back to the very basics that need to be. Start with the next step. That journey, it's a bit cliche, but the journey of a thousand miles begins with one step. The journey towards you executing begins with one step also. You need to create a schedule of tasks that outlines who needs to be done and when. So this doesn't need to be done by you, all of it. You should be having your team involved to this in this to some extent. So that'll be another thing that'll help you with overwhelm. And then again, focus on one task at a time. Avoid multitasking. This We know now as we understand neurology that it's not actually multitasking, it's switch tasking. You know, I'm a big fan of encouraging chiropractors to have at least two and preferably four hours a week of what I refer to as focus time. This is when they're working on their business. The key with focus time is that there's we're working on one thing at a time and we have, again, clarity of outcome. So not I'm going to work on my marketing, but what are you going to do? I'm going to create an outline for five videos or I'm going to you know, create a podcast episode. So when there's uh, focus time, computers are turned off or at least the notifications, our phone is turned off and we get really clear. That'll be one thing that will help you with overwhelm. So that first barrier to execution was lack of clarity. The second one is overwhelm. Now, maybe if you're listening to this now, maybe they're both, you've answered, you know, uh, they both seem to, that's okay too. We'll talk about where to get started with this in a moment also. So the third barrier that gets in the way of execution um, is a limited resources as well. So let me ask you four questions that might help you identify where the limited resources is what's getting in the way for 
you as well. Here's the first question. Do you have a marketing budget that allows you to execute and plan effectively? <clears throat> so again, do you have a marketing budget that allows you to execute and plan effectively? Do you have enough time and staff to execute your marketing plans effectively? Third question, are you taking advantage of free or low-cost marketing tools and resources? Question four, have you considered outsourcing certain tasks to agencies that specialize in marketing? Now, the key resources here that we're talking about are really time, money, and team. These are the resources um, that if this uh, if, as a barrier for execution for you, then you're missing one of these resources. Do you not have, and again, in the early phase of starting up our practice, the resource we tend to have less of, many of us there too, is money. You know, we can't be paying other people to market for us. We can't be spending uh, money on uh, agencies. And so therefore, what we need to be doing is we need to be using our own time. You know, I remember Glenn McGuinness saying to me once very early on in my practice life, he said, you either pay with your time or you pay with your money. That has stayed with me for a long time since then. So if it is a limited resource, if it's time and if it's money or if it's resources, if it's team there too, then here's some things that might help you move through that barrier as well. So how do we deal with limited? Reassess your marketing budget and consider reallocating funds to prioritize the most effective marketing tactics. If you're in a new practice, then you know some people, here's the challenge, I've got no money to market. So because you're not marketing, that's why your practice isn't growing and you won't grow to get money until you market. Okay, we have to get into this. And if you don't have money to market your practice, then you probably shouldn't be starting it. Now, that being said, some marketing efforts are very, very cost effective. Okay, in fact, they don't need to cost you anything. Social media is free to post organically. If you're not putting any money behind your post, it's a slower way of going about it. But you've got time on your place, on your, on your hands, so you can be posting a lot. Building relationships with people in your community doesn't cost you anything. Joint ventures doesn't cost you anything. You know, Internal referrals and getting good at what you're doing, these things don't cost you anything. So not all of your marketing efforts have to be based in around finances. Okay, So look for ways to automate or streamline your marketing process to save time and resources. So one of the ways that you could save time is with focus time, like I said beforehand. If you decrease the interruptions, if you sit down and get really good at planning, if you get good at clarifying what your outcomes are, you will achieve a hell of a lot more in those two hours of focus time than you will with trying to multitask and dilly-dally all over the place, okay? So you know, look for ways to automate and streamline. Consider outsourcing certain tasks to contractors or agencies that specialize in marketing. Or at the very least, I've been jumping on this bandwagon for the last 12 months, start to engage your staff in this. You have staff your CAs, who are perfectly situated to support you in your marketing. And they're a heck of a lot cheaper than what most marketing agencies are. And they know your business better. There is possibly patients that you have that would love one or two hours of, of, of work. This matter in around, I don't have enough time. You know, we have to be realistic about this too, because you know, I'll be the first to say, well, and, and again, the world will often say you need to prioritize better. Um, you know, sometimes that means we need to stop things. You know, what, what is important for you? Maybe we need to, I heard somebody say, maybe it's not a time problem, but maybe what it actually is, is that we need to get, uh, change what our, the time frames in which uh, we think things could happen. So most of us are trying to achieve too much 
in too little a time there too. You know, take advantage of free to low cost marketing tools and resources. Again, social media is free. There are email marketing platforms. MailChimp has a free component to it as well. Things like ChatGPT can help you create content. So limited resources there. We can buy back time and we buy back time by bringing in other team members. Okay, so if you don't have money, then that's fine. Then there are plenty of free ways that we can go about marketing our practice there too. And again, if you're feeling overwhelmed, then maybe you need to reassess the timeframes and which things uh, you're wanting to achieve, or maybe you need to start to involve more of your team members as a part of this. Okay, so or all of those. The fourth barrier to better execution here is basically a fear of failure. This is what's getting in the way. You've got all the information, but the thing that's stopping you from pulling the trigger is a fear of failure. Okay, so how would you know if it's a fear of failure that might be holding you back? Well, here's four questions that might help you identify that. Are you afraid or of failing or making mistakes in your marketing efforts? Pretty straightforward. You know, is that when you stop and think about it, like your reason you haven't been doing your marketing, if you're really to get um, quiet, why are you not doing it? Is that a fear of failure? Is Are you worried that it won't work? If you're worried it won't work, <clears throat> then let me encourage you, chances are it won't work to begin with. It takes time for all of these things. It's a bit like, uh, you know, I'm not going to give my first adjustment because I'm worried that it will be bad. Uh, let me let you in on something. Your first adjustment was bad. Your thousandth adjustment was probably bad. In fact, there are many chiropractors out there now that their adjustments are bad still. Um, but yeah, they still get wonderful, wonderful results. So if, um, you know, you're afraid of failing, um, if that's what it is there too, we'll talk about some solutions at the moment. There. Do you see failure as an opportunity to learn or grow? Now, that's part of what's known as a fixed or a growth mindset from Carol Dweck's work. So many of us see failure as final, um, as something to feel shameful about. Um, if that's for you, if you imagine that you put a video out there and no one watches it, or if you put a video out there and maybe you get some ridicule, um, what would that be for you? Would that be final? Would that be horrible? Um, now, for me, it would be horrible, okay, but I'd also see it as an opportunity to grow as well. So the third question, are you willing to take calculated risks and try new things? So this is not about being cavalier, okay, but we can take calculated risks. You should have a team of resources on your side that are guiding you towards uh, what to do. Um, there's plenty of episodes here that'll help you make a video. There's plenty of episodes on YouTube um, that'll guide you through a social media strategy also. The final question that might help you identify whether it's a fear of failure is, do you celebrate your successes no matter how small and use them as motivation to keep going? Is that something you do when you have a little win? You try a new technique, you actually deliver a really beautiful adjustment, maybe a report of findings and it goes well or a section of it goes well, even if it's just a section of it. Maybe 90% of it was terrible, but if you nailed the introduction of that, um, do you celebrate that too? A fear of failure is big. Okay, there is an element of that for all of us. And in fact, I would go as far to say that if there are not some places in your life and your growth where there's not a fear of failure, I would be worried. Okay, it might tell me that you are a sociopath. Okay, so understand that if there is a fear of failure there, this is normal for you. So how do we deal with a fear of failure? Here's some suggestions. Recognize that failure is a natural part of the learning process. It happens. As I mentioned before, if you're feeling it, we're all the same. You know, I worry about this each and every day. Every time I go and start a new episode like this one, I worry about, will it be good enough? Okay, but I move forwards and I and I learn the two. Reframe your mindset to see failure as an opportunity to learn and grow. This is Carol Dweck's work. The two, read her work on a growth mindset versus a fixed mindset. The book is called Mindset. It's a beautiful book. It's one of my favorites of, of all time, okay?
Then three, take calculated risks and be willing to experiment and try new things. Okay, it's an experiment. It's interesting when we just put that word experiment in it, um, it often changes things over. I'm going to experiment with some social media. So therefore, it's not life or death. Uh, we don't have to succeed with regards to this too. I'm going to experiment. I'm going to learn. If it works, then great. If it doesn't, I'll learn. And then finally, um, celebrate your successes, no matter how small. This is something that I need to do. This is a weakness of mine because I will do something and then I'll move on really quickly. And if we don't celebrate the successes, if we don't reward ourselves for taking the effort, then you know, next time we have to front up to doing something new, like what, what's on the other side of that for us? So say that there's some things that might help you deal with fear of failure. The fifth and final thing that gets in the way of better execution is a lack of accountability. Okay, Accountability can be one of those superpowers that can help us really get stuff done. I'm sure, you know, whether it be working out in the gym, um, whether it be getting through uh, university, high school, accountability is one of those things that really helps to push us towards execution. So how would you know if accountability is an issue for you? Well, here's four questions that might help you identify it, okay? Do you have somebody holding your hand or holding you accountable for executing your marketing plans? Who have you told about what your marketing plans are? Have you told your team? Have you told your partner? Have you told your buddies? Is there somebody there that you have told? I think one of the great things about Community Influencer is there is a level of accountability there. Um, I encourage members inside of that to share with me what their goals are, what their action steps are, what their weekly plans are, so I can help to support them in that journey. So again, have you set specific measurable goals for your marketing efforts? Okay, so if you haven't done that, there's an accountability even to yourself inside of that too, okay? Third, do you check in regularly with your accountability partner or a group to report on your progress? So it's one thing um, to tell somebody what your plans are, but are you checking in regularly with them as you move forwards? Um, we need to make sure that's a regular part of it. And then part of this, do you reward yourself for meeting your goals and sticking to your plans? It's a bit like what I was talking about with regards to fear of failure. Very similar there too, okay? So let me go over those again with accountability. Do you have somebody holding you accountable for executing your marketing plans? Have you set specific measurable goals for your marketing efforts? Do you check in regularly with your accountability partner or group to report on your progress? And do you reward yourself for meeting your goals and sticking to your plans? Accountability can be one of those things that can really push you through execution. So how do we deal and improve our accountability skills? We'll find an accountability partner. Okay, join a mastermind group to help keep you on track. Okay, set specific measurable goals and share them with your accountability partner. Check in regularly with your accountability partner or group and report on them. And then finally, reward yourself for meeting your goals and sticking to your plans. Execution will be a superpower going forwards. As AI continues to develop, it will help us with a lot of things. The one thing that it's going to, at this stage, um, struggle with is the execution. It can come up with all the ideas, but we need to be a part of it. There needs to be a human there in the execution. Those barriers that tend to get in the way are a lack of clarity, overwhelm, limited resources, fear of failure, or lack of accountability. Now, if you answered... Um, or no to a lot of those questions and it appeared that all five of those were barriers for you. Where do you begin? Well, I'm a big fan of beginning with the easiest. Okay, Start with the easiest one. Which is the easiest one for you to start to move forwards with? Where can you start with? Is it an accountability partner? Is it changing over the way I feel about failure? Is it starting to um, you know, uh, with limited resources, is it buying support, i.e. getting team members to help you out along the way there? Now, underneath this episode here, I'll have a bit of a roadmap for you that, again, you can sit down and go over these and um, look at the action steps that help you move forwards. 
working on your execution will help your marketing, will help your practice, will help you improve your income, your impact, and your enjoyment in practice in 2023. Folks, that's it for this episode. Thanks for listening. Thanks for all that you do. Your community so deeply needs you executing. There are lives there literally waiting to be saved. See you back here real soon, folks. Bye. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, you have to come and check out my Community Influencer Program. It's my monthly coaching program where we take all this material and I'll work with you to help you apply it, implement it, and systemize it. The Community Influencer Group Coaching Program is designed to help you increase your practice income, impact, and enjoyment. Join me over at anguspike.com forward slash join. That's anguspike.com forward slash join. I'd love to see you there.